We're going to try to get finished with the 12th chapter of uh, Revelation tonight. If you recall, last week we was talking about the woman clothed with the sun, uh, and we went through all we went through all that, and we're going to pick up tonight at verse six of this of this twelfth uh, chapter, and we're going to read down through verse seventeen, uh, and hopefully, like I said, get finished finished up with um, uh, uh, the twelfth chapter. Um, the uh, uh, Chris reminded me uh, we'll be having another one of them blood moons coming up next week. Uh, every time it's hit, it's been a cloudy. We had not been able to really see it yet. I'm hoping we'll have a clear sky that night. Uh, but uh, we'll be having... There's so many things that's taking place. Huh? No, one page. Okay, some of them didn't... Uh, some one side didn't print on some. It should be two sides. Um, the paper you get should have should be on the front and the back. And there's a couple there that didn't print, don't look like. Hallelujah. Okay, Revelation chapter 12. We're going to begin with verse 6. I'm going to read down through verse 17. And the woman, the woman fled into the wilderness, for she has a place prepared of God, that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and threescore days. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels was cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they love not their lives unto death. Therefore rejoice ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he has but a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was cast into the earth, he persecuted the woman, which brought forth the man-child. The woman was given two wings of a great eagle that she may fly into the wilderness and to her place where she is nourished for time, times, and a half time from the face of the serpent. And the serpent cast out his mouth water as a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. 
as we talked about last week, we identified who the woman is. is speaking, the woman is speaking of the Jews, the nation of Israel. We talked about how that the dragon stood before the woman. This is in your handout from last week. Uh, this woman was pregnant with a child, and he was ready to devour the child as soon as the child was born. We, and we carried that back in history where uh, that the enemy tried to destroy Jesus. The child was Christ when he was born. And uh, Herod, being part of the Roman legions, um, he had every child in Bethlehem two years old and under killed so he could make sure he could get, got Jesus, but uh, it didn't work. It didn't work. Now, uh, we take this a little step further. Part of it is talking about the past. Part of it is the future. That's what makes this part we're talking about tonight a little confusing with a lot of people. And it took me several years to get all of this stuff lined out. I didn't pick it up like that. I mean, the Lord gave me a little bit here and a little bit there. And uh, over many years uh, before I was able to line things out and make sense of it all. And I'm going to try in my the best way I know how uh, to just to kind of give you a overall picture of what this is and not confuse nobody. Uh, what we are dealing with now, picking up with verse 6, is the last half of the seven-year tribulation. The tribulation period is for seven years. Uh, the first part, the first three and a half years, uh, the, the government of the beast will take control. It will be given to him. The nations will give him power because of his slick talk, uh, and he will uh, he, he's going to look like a lamb, and he's going to he's going to have a solution to the world's problems. Uh, the The stock market, you know, what what people see every day right now in the stock market, how it keeps getting higher and higher, uh, it makes people. When they hear somebody like me saying she's going coming down for a fall, makes them say, "Well, this guy don't know what he's talking about." Or anybody else that talks about that, but she's getting up higher. She's going to take a nosedive. It's going to crash. I, I, I do not personally know anything of 1929 when the stock market crashed. My father did. My, my father was 28 years old. Uh, when uh, uh, the stock market crashed and the Great Depression hit. And he relived it every day of his life. He was 28 years old. To show you how that affected people alive back then, uh, he, he relived every bit of that the rest of his life, and he lived to be 93 years old. Uh, he never quit talking about it. Uh, he, he, he talked about... Uh, written, written a one-room apartment in South Nashville uh, for uh, a, uh, a, a dollar a day and couldn't pay that. Couldn't, uh, you, nobody had money, you know. Uh, and he talked, 
told stories about, uh, you know, people uh, jumping off buildings in downtown Nashville, taking their lives because they went to bed one night and they had money in the bank and woke up the next morning, didn't nobody have nothing. They locked, they locked the banks uh, and uh, uh, closed them down. And uh, it was uh, very terrible, but what's coming upon this time is going to be far worse than that. Much worse than that. Uh, we can't begin to imagine. Uh, so the tribulation, when I talk about the tribulation period, it's going to last for a total of seven years. Uh, what will issue in the beginning of that seven years is whoever he is, when he does it, is able to sit down between Israel and the Palestinians and sign a treaty, a seven-year treaty. This is what the Bible teaches. This uh, Antichrist is going to be able to supposedly bring peace to all the world. Think about it. No more suicide bombers. No more 9-11. Everybody's done been shaken because they've lost their money and their their homes and uh, their retirements. And this guy steps on the scene with a, with a perfect plan saying, I can solve your problems. And I'm going to tell you something. When he does seemingly do that, the whole world is going to worship him. I couldn't believe my ears just this past week. One of our liberal, you know, I mean, you... you, you you might you might like her singing, I don't know, but I never did care much for singing or acting. But uh, 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 Barbara Streisand made a statement about uh, Obama just the other day. Said he said he, he said he's more like a god than he is a man. I said, say what? Huh? After what we've seen so far. Can you see how blinded people's eyes can become? Amen. God said in this last day he would have let people believe a lie and be damned. People who who should know the truth, people who've had an opportunity to hear the truth but don't accept it, God will. People who's who's ready to follow after that mess, God's going to let them do it. He's going to let them do it. Uh, And so he's going to, take over and sometime from the beginning up to about the middle of it and don't nobody know the exact time because the Bible says nobody knows the day they are the church could be taken out at the beginning of the seven years or up to about the middle of the seven years but in the middle of the seven years or the Bible says the, calls it the middle of the week uh He's going to change his color. He, and he's going to literally become devil-possessed. Uh, let's get down in here so I can show you what I'm talking about. The last half of the tribulation will be a time of terrible trouble on earth. And I've got some scriptures here uh, that, that you can look up later uh, and... Uh, that refers to all of these scriptures that we got here 
refers to the last three and a half years of the seven-year tribulation. You can look them up and read them later. It will be Satan's final attempt to prevent the return and reign of Christ on the earth, talking about setting up his kingdom. He has only one, only a short time to try to prevent the establishment of Christ's kingdom, so his wrath intensifies of his persecution of Israel, God's chosen nation. In Revelation 12 and 4, we read this last week, John writes that the dragon's tail swept away a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. These stars are fallen angels who revolted with Satan at his fall. Uh, now, here's some scriptures that talks about Lucifer and before he forced fallen. And let me stop and let me say here, there, there are people, even, even some apostolic people uh, who don't believe this. They don't, they don't, they don't believe about uh, the devil being first Lucifer and him, him falling from his first estate. But uh, for me, for me to, for me to deny that, I would have to take my ink pen and scratch out too many scriptures in the Bible, and I'm, I'm, I'm not quite ready to do that yet. Um, and at that time, one-third of the angels rebelled with Satan and became his servants in his fight and hated um, hatred against Israel and the purpose of God. God cast Satan and these angels out of heaven to earth. That is, they were no longer at home in God's presence, though they presently have access to him. Okay, now here's the picture. In time past, before Adam and Eve, before the garden, there was, there was, there was a war in heaven. Satan said he was going to bring his throne higher than the throne of God. And he was going to take over. He was an archangel. He was one. There, there, there are three archangels. Can uh, anybody name the other two archangels? Michael, and then there's another one. Gabriel. Uh, if you'll if you'll read in the Bible, every time you you hear about Michael, it has to do with warfare battles. Michael is he's the general of the armies that fights the battles. Gabriel is the general of the messenger angels. Gives warning, uh, gives, uh, sends messages. He's the one who appeared to Mary and Joseph, you know. And uh, he's going to be the one that's going to issue in Jesus' return. He's going to step out on that cloud, brother, one of these days and blow that horn. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, Lucifer was in charge of the angels that had over the worship in heaven. The Bible talks about the day he was created, musical parts was, was developed within him. And music first had his, its appearance in heaven long before the earth was created. And music was in heaven as worship of God. That's one reason why the devil hates you so much, because 
every time we come to the house of God and we begin to worship God, we're taking the place the devil used to have. Hallelujah. Amen. Stop, you know, stop and think about it. We're, we're taking his place. He used to, he used to, not only his place, but he used to be in charge of that. He used to be in charge of it. And that's, and, and, and let me tell you, that's one reason why we got to be careful about music today. The devil is the one who was in charge of that. And when he failed, he perverted that. He perverted that. And I'm going to tell you what, there's some perverted music being brought into the churches today. Amen. Just because they got a few words in it about God don't, don't make, make the song about God. You know, uh, <laughs> I mean, we got we got to be careful. We got to be careful uh, with what what we what we allow. Uh, so Satan was cast down from his position, but now also here in the future. I, well, let me go ahead and read that one little sentence, couple sentences right there. Look in your handout. The realm of Satan has been the atmosphere ever since he lost his position as an archangel. He has constantly defamed and accused the saints of God, brings up all sorts of shortcomings and sins. Now, uh, don't listen to what Hollywood says where the devil is right now. Hollywood has put out a whole lot of movies about the devil reigning in hell. The devil ain't in hell right now. Nobody's in hell right now. Nobody's in hell right now. He's not reigning in hell. He's in the atmosphere, the airwaves. That's another reason why it, it gets the devil upset when people praise God. Because when you begin to lift up your praises to God, you're invading the atmosphere where the devil and all his imps are in charge of things. Amen. He's not reigning in hell. He's in the atmosphere. There's all kind of spiritual warfare going on. All the, There's battles being fought all the time that we can't see with the natural eye. Now, I'm going to give you Scripture to back up what I said. I I, I want to give you Scripture to back up what I just said about where the devil is. Ephesians 6 and 12, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness, where at? In high places. All the, all the satanic activities is taking, force, taking place in the atmosphere right above us. Now, I want to read that same scripture in a different translation, uh, the Holman Christian Standard. For our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against the world powers of darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavens. Hallelujah. Now, this next battle, he's going to be cast out of that place, down to the earth. The devil has never been cast down to the earth before. 
cast out of the third heaven into the atmosphere around the earth. But this battle, he's going to be cast down to the earth. Look at Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. And you hath he quickened, that word quickened means made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of what? Of the air. The devil, another name for the devil is the prince of the power of the air, of the air, the atmosphere. That's where he does his uh, dirty work. That's why he said that we fight against spiritual wickedness in high places. Not talking about the White House. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Although there's a lot of spirit, there's a lot of weakness goes on there, but he's not, this is talking about something a little higher than the White House. He's the prince of the power of the air. Uh, and, and let me say this. Whether or not you've ever thought about it, every one of us, since we've come to know God, Brother Paul, and trying to live for the Lord, doing the best we know how to do, do you realize that the devil is constantly, has constantly been approaching, approaching God in the heavenlies, pointing out everything you, you have done and, and all this stuff, trying to lay, lay a finger on you. I mean, he has been a thorn in the sight of God for all these years. Darlene used to get so unnerved with Jennifer when she was little. Jennifer would constantly punch Sister Darlene, Mama, Mama, Mama. Sister Darlene, many times I was like, leave me alone. <laughs> you know, well, guess what? The devil does that to God about you. And believe me, he keeps a close eye on all of us. If we lay out a church when we, we could really come, things not quite as bad as what we, we say it is, the devil's pointing that out to God. He's called the accuser of the brethren. That's another name of the devil. And matter of fact, I, I did a study on the devil years ago, maybe some of you, and I gave handout material, but some of you may not remember. The name devil means slanderer. That's what the name devil means, slanderer. Anytime people get to gossiping about somebody else and talking about somebody else, they don't know it, but they're doing one of the biggest works of the devil that anybody can do because the name devil means slanderer. Hallelujah. Listen, look at Jude, verses 8 and 9. There's only one chapter. It says, Likewise also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, speak evil of dignities. Speak evil of dignities. Yet Michael, the archangel, there we go, Michael, when contending with the devil. When did Michael contend with the devil? He disputed with him about the body of Moses. See, the scriptures that we read said the accuser of the brethren has been cast down. 
God says, going to say good riddance. I don't have to listen to that no more. Hallelujah. But when Moses died, the devil tried to take Moses, even his body. And he disputed with, them, with Michael the archangel. Finally, Michael said, the Lord rebuked thee. Amen. So that right there is enough, enough for us to realize that the devil is there until he gets cast down to the earth. He's constantly pointing out every believer's fault and failure, transgression, shortcoming. He's constantly saying, look there, God. Look at, look, look at there. You, you, you telling me... You telling me his name is in your book? Look at what he's doing there. Look at what she's doing. He's constantly doing that garbage. Constantly pointing a finger to God about you. That's why I'm glad that the Bible says the blood of Jesus covers us. Every time God looks at us, he don't see my faults and my fears and what I did in the past. All he sees is the blood of the Son. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't care how much the devil points his finger. He can, I mean, he's doing that. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to his name. The blood of Jesus takes care of all of that. So, now, here's where I want to, here's where I want to, to wind, wind up. A lot of times, a lot of times we say, well, so-and-so was or is devil-possessed. That is really a misstatement. Nobody has ever been devil-possessed. They get demon-possessed, but not devil-possessed. When this final battle takes place and the dragon is cast down to the earth... In the middle of the tribulation period, after the first three and a half years, he, the devil himself, is going to enter the Antichrist. He's going to be the first person ever devil-possessed. And what's going to happen after that, we do not want to be here during that time. Amen. If you ever seen somebody that was demon-possessed and you ever fought a battle trying to cast some demons out of somebody, i tell you what, it's a million times worse when once this Antichrist... And you know what? If the Antichrist is alive right now, if he is alive right now, I don't... Now, now this, is, this is Brother Sammy. I don't believe that he knows who he is. I don't believe he knows who he is. I don't believe he will know until the day and the hour that the devil himself enters him and takes full control. And the last three and a half years, that seven years, is literally going to be hell on earth. God is going to protect Israel because he's going to persecute Israel. He's going to do everything he can to destroy. God's going to he gave the terminology of sending her away into the wilderness on the wings of an eagle uh, to get her out of uh, and 
even when he tries to send a flood, um, that the earth would help. You know, that reminds me of the Scripture talks about when the enemy comes upon you like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Hallelujah. Amen. So this, this here is something that we've got to, uh, this, this, this is going to happen in the near future. Uh, and it will be the last seven and a half years. And the Antichrist, the man of sin, literally be devil-possessed because he, the dragon or devil, Satan, be cast to the earth, and then he will enter him. Uh, and that's, that's when uh, all hell is going to break loose. Okay, uh, I'll open up the floor for comments or questions.